Have you tried microdosing yet? To learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com. Use the promo code OPIE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Song about my favorite this time of the year. Hum of a few honeybees, barely the whisper of a magnolia breeze. Cicadas chirping their trees. Summer song, summer song. Cold lemonade every night. Why don't we skinny dip in the moonlight? Sweaty neck, mosquito bite. Summer song, summer song. Kids all barefoot, short breeches. I watch them running through fields and ditches. Lord, that mosquito bite itches. Summer song, summer song. Okay, this is no mosquito bite. Swollen up and infected, and I don't feel right. Must be a spider or some poisonous light. Summer song, summer song.
just have no blood sugar. The paramedics gave me cold lemonade, laughed at me, which was wrong. Called me pussy. <laughs> I'm strong, and I will sing. Summer song. Summer song. Yeah, Stephen Lynch. <laughs> like like Feel free to chop it up. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. Good morning, everybody, and cheers. First sip of coffee is always the best. Welcome to my live stream. We are at. The ocean for uh, for the summer, and I couldn't be happier. First day of summer, looking at the ocean, drinking some coffee, live streaming. Life is good. It's been a long two weeks, I'm not going to lie to you. A very long two weeks uh, for the people that don't know. I don't know, like two... Oh, wait, let's say hi to some people. Happy Father's Day. What? That was days ago, Brian Bernard. What's going on, brother? How are you, Daniel Connolly and Vivek Sharma? And you got Leslie Larson. You got uh, David S. You got the John Koritz. Uh, we got Pat Duffy. <laughs> he goes, holy, holy S, he's alive. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still not 100%, man, to say the least. I, uh, I got hit with the Rona two weeks ago. Me and my son tested positive, uh, double vax and boosted. And I had a tough time with it, and that makes everyone come out of the woodwork. Say, say, <laughs> there I am, like you know, gasping for air, coughing, body aches all day long. You know, all these symptoms that are, uh, they say, it's just like the flu. As I sit there, go, this isn't just like the flu. God damn it! But I'm suffering, and I uh, shared a little bit with the people out there. And the only thing they could do, most people, most people, and, and, and you got to focus on the most people. I think as, uh, as humans, we have a tough time focusing on the most people thing. We always focus on the negative Nellies. But most people were very, very cool. They reached out to me. They said, I hope you're doing all right. And a lot of people that I barely know or have never met, they're like, anything you need, let me know. And they're giving me their, like, cell number. I thought that was really cool. Then you got the negative Nellies. Instead of, like, wishing me the best, they're like, this proves my talking point that I saw on Facebook. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Oh, my. It's exhausting, to say the least. But uh, two weeks later, I still got COVID face. That's why the hat is a little lower than normal. <clears throat> I'm still like heavy in the chest, um, but I I gotta say, I, I can only uh, I can only talk from my experience as I continue to to get better. My energy level sucks. Like all of a sudden, I'll feel like I'm 100, percent and then I'll just get hit with exhaustion, and then I uh, I have to lay down and take a little nappy. I'm way more better than not at this point, but uh, it it was my experience. Oh, by the way, I, I should mention this too. I'm I'm gonna be all over the place because I also have that 
I don't know. They're calling it like the uh, the COVID fog. I kind of have a little of that where things are like, just a little off at times. But um, since the last time we talked, and I haven't talked much in a while, um, my daughter also tested positive for the COVID, but uh, she did very, very well. She did very well. She had a very heavy cold for a day and a half, two days, and then uh, she snapped right out of it, which I'm happy about. But um, what was that? See, what was I saying? Um, oh, I know. My experience with this whole thing. Okay, you can only talk about your experience. If you don't believe in any of this stuff, what am I going to do? You live your life, I'll live mine, okay? I can only tell you that I listen to uh, doctors. I don't listen to TV doctors. I don't listen to politicians. I get my info from scientists and doctors, okay? And it was explained to me that uh, the vaccine is going to kick in and you're going to be just fine. Because at first, when I tested positive, I was uh, my symptoms for uh, the COVID were, were advancing quite quickly. And I was very surprised by that. And I should say that uh, everything I'm saying here, you know, my son had it way worse. I mean, he had it way worse. Uh, but I'm an older gentleman and I always was a little nervous uh, about getting this COVID. So... My um, my symptoms were, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, my symptoms were advancing pretty pretty rapidly, and then they just stopped on a dime. And one of my doctor's uh, doctor friends basically told me that's the vaccine kicking in. That's the beauty of this damn thing. And I'm like, oh okay. Did you lose taste and smell? I did not. And I was doing the uh, the. The uh, the smell uh, test, which I explained, <laughs> I explained the smell test <laughs> on uh, one of these live streams, and that particular live stream got yanked. And I was being dead serious. Let's just put it this way, you know, if you if you uh, if you got COVID or the coronavirus, and everyone wants to know if they if they could, uh, you know, still smell, and a lot of people will get, they'll get a little lavender. A nice smelling soap and go, oh, I can still smell the lavender. I went right for it. I just, let's just put it this way. I uh, I was like, uh, I was like uh, Raleigh Fingers greasing up that uh, baseball for another knuckleball to see if I could smell. I think I could say it that way. And boy, I was able to smell. I never lost my, uh, my smell or my taste, but I, <laughs> I got to tell you. The uh, the one thing, like food tasted just awful uh, for the last week or so. I mean, the last like three or four days, I feel like I'm pretty much 100%, even though I look uh, tired in the face and I got a little heaviness in the chest and I'll, and I'll not, I won't really cough. I'll just kind of be clearing my throat a little bit here and there. Um, food tasted awful, really awful. And the only thing that... Uh, made sense to me was uh, eating sugar. I don't, I don't know what that's about. I, I don't know if it's an official thing. I'm just telling you my experience. But sugar tasted absolutely wonderful during this whole thing. So, um, yeah. But uh, here we are trying to get back into this. It's been uh, way too long. But thanks to, uh, to everybody that reached out. You know, we all have gone through this or most of us. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a drag. It was everything I thought it would be. 
And I honestly wasn't uh, that bad. So I can't imagine the people that really, really got hit with the uh, the coronavirus, how bad it was uh, for them. Uh, because, I mean, from a 1 to 10, I mean, I, I don't think I could go higher than a, a 5 or a 6. But that 5 or 6 was, uh, that was not fun. That was just not fun for me. My wife, just a fucking rock star taking care of us. She's just getting in there. She's like, I don't care if I get this. I got to take care of my family. I found a good one. Um, so uh, there you have it. I um, I got a, a, a side view mirror update too. I'm, j- I'm just trying to get through this first live stream. I'm not going to lie to you. I still feel like crap, but I'm like, you got to start up again. So as you know, um, side view mirrors have been stolen off my car in New York City twice. I am so happy I'm out of New York City for the next two to three months. I couldn't be happier that I'm out here instead. I would, I, I would much rather take my chances with a stupid hurricane, which could happen any summer out here and just wipe out your house, than deal with New York City and that crap that's going on uh, uh, over there. Side view mirrors... Stolen off my car as I parked on the streets of New York City. Uh, had them replaced uh, for $1,300. Because, you know, everything everything costs more in New York City, the guy explained to me. So it was $1,300. I had um, the side view mirrors on my car for less than a week. And during that week, we were out here. So I was only parking on the street maybe a couple days. After a week of having my brand new side view mirrors... They stole them again. Yes, they stole them again. And that's going to cost me another $1,300 about to replace. Although I'm getting them replaced out here. Uh, matter of fact, after this live stream, um, I'm jumping on my bicycle <laughs> to pick up my car. Yes, I'm jumping on my bicycle. And unlike uh, our current president... And unlike uh, our former president, I could still ride a bicycle. How great is it that this is what we've been arguing about for the last, what, three or four days? Whether my president can ride a bike. Oh, yeah, I don't even think he could ride a bike. Yeah, my president fell off his bike, but your president can't even get on a bike and ride it. We're supposed to be the most powerful country in the world. And what are we doing on our social media? What are we doing? We're arguing uh, whose president can ride a bike better. And I, you know what I was going to say? We deserve better as a country. I, I, at this point, I don't think we deserve better. I hate when people say, you know, we deserve, we don't deserve better at this point. If we're sitting there arguing with each other whose president can ride a bicycle better, we don't deserve better. We absolutely don't deserve uh, better. But anyway, I'm going to jump on my bike in, uh, I don't know, another like 15 or 20 minutes and go get my, my car with my brand new side view mirrors. And before I left the city, this is a true story. Um... I haven't talked about this on the live stream yet. I did make a little separate video when I was feeling kind of good for like an hour or two. But um, so they took the side view mirrors twice and I, and I knew I had to drive out here to the, the beach with all our stuff for the summer. <clears throat> so we had the car, you know, packed all the way to the top. I, I couldn't really see out of anything. 
And I'm like, man, this is going to be really dangerous if we don't have side view mirrors for the long ride out here. So I went to CVS and they had little, uh, they had little hand mirrors. And I almost bought the one that was, uh, it said five times magnifying. <clears throat> Excuse me, man, this, uh, this chest is still, um, still giving me uh, some problems. I almost got the five times, which would have been a disaster. Um, but I, I found two uh, mirrors, handheld mirrors. And I had to go to uh, three, by the way, drugstores in New York City. Because guess what? All the handheld mirrors were sold out. And know why they were sold out? Because people are stealing side view mirrors as you park your car on the streets of New York City. So they had the same idea as me. Every time you think you have a bright idea, trust me, you're, you're not the only one. Someone has beat you to that bright idea. Because my bright idea was like, all right, I'm going to get my side view mirrors fixed uh, way out here. It'll be cheaper and I trust the guy. I, uh, I pick up two handheld mirrors at, uh, at CVS. They were a total of, for the two mirrors, $7.89. Oh, yeah. And then I duct taped those babies onto my car where the side view mirrors are supposed to be. And I even had it on that on the casing thing or whatever it's called. So I was able to and get all my angles, even though my handheld mirror was teeny weedy. But it gave me enough where I could, you know, drive down the Long Island Expressway and seeing these cars coming from my left and my right. As they're on their Facebook pages, arguing about whether their president can ride a bike better than your president. So I put the, uh, I put the handheld mirrors on my car, you know, for less than $8 for the two mirrors. I duct tape them on all nice. I go to my car to get it because now it's time to leave the city. You know, we're all packed up and ready to go. I have to go get my car. My family's waiting in the lobby of my building. I, uh, I walk up to my car, and um, the one side view mirror on the driver's side is all nice. I duct taped it nice. The one on the passenger side, aside, excuse me, is smashed. This is what happened. There's no, there's no other explanation for this. They were trying to steal my side view mirrors for a third time. I had them folded in. They unfolded the side view mirror and they were ready to snip, snip, snip and take my side view mirrors like they're doing every day in New York City. And they're doing it to a lot of cars. They realized that I had a, a, a cheap mirror duct taped and they, they weren't going to get the prize, which would be my side view mirrors. So they got so mad that they obviously took the snips or whatever and they smashed it. <laughs> Jesus, this is what this is what's going on in New York City. Now they're mad because they can't steal your side view mirrors. And then um, the garage that I called in the city because I I kind of wanted him to fix them, even though it was going to be expensive. But I wanted to you know be as safe as possible for my my family. He's like, you're lucky, man, because of gas prices. Not only are they taking side view mirrors off the streets of New York City, and they're taking the catalytic uh, converters, which sucks because every time you you start your car, you're praying, you don't hear. <laughs> which means they took your damn catalytic converter as well. Um, that did not happen to me, thank God. But uh, the garage uh, also told me that they're uh, crawling under cars. And because gas prices are so expensive, 
They are poking a hole in your gas tank and they're literally taking your gas from your car as it's parked on the street in New York City. I'm like, there's no way this is happening. He's like, I'm telling you, we've had a few cars come in with that very problem. I need another cup of coffee. All right, hold on. I think the I think you can see the ocean on the first day of summer. I'm going to quickly go get another cup of coffee. This is casual. Yeah, look at the ocean. There's no waves today. I'll be right back. That's Doggy. Say hi to Doggy. By the way, I'm microdosing right now. My new and favorite sponsor, Micro Gummies. You don't know what microdosing is? Come on now. You can learn more about microdosing THC. Just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com. Use the code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on a gummy right now, man. I love microdosing. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Basically, it's a lot of CBD with just a touch of THC that allows you to enjoy the moment, get a little creative. Oh, it helps with my sleep at night, too. Seriously, to learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com. Use the code OPIE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. I love these guys. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com. Use the code OPI to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. All right, we're back. By the way, uh, did you say hi to Doggy? All right, good. You got a good look at the ocean, I assume. What uh, greeted us the first day, we've been out here a few days now, uh, was a whale literally, I want to say no more than 200 yards offshore, jumping completely out of the water. I think it's called lunge feeding. Is that right, uh, Fish Guy Photos? I think I got that right. But this whale was almost completely out of the water as it's coming up from, uh, from below, obviously, and going through bunker pods to feed. Oh, uh, Carol's like, oh my God, a whale! We have whales all the time now. The whales are back on Long Island. People don't realize that. If you go to the ocean, if, you, uh, if you're like a local, I'm talking like Jersey Shore, I'm talking uh, Long Island, and in the morning especially, start looking out a, a few hundred yards, you'll see the spray of the whales. There's a lot of them out there now. I mean, it's happening so much that it's, uh, it's still cool as hell. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh, it's happening so much that we kind of expect it now. Great way to start the summer out here, that's for sure. After all the nonsense of New York City. You know what sucks about New York City? I, <laughs> I, I probably should. I, I'm going to say this, all right, because you're an idiot, but I'm going to say this. New York City just gave me one last, Ugh! we know you're leaving for the summer and you're going to be somewhere uh, where you're a lot happier, but here's your tax bill. To the tune of $55,000. Cheers. Here's the good stuff no one talks about. Cheers. Oh, by the way, that's only for six months. They hit you twice a year for $55,000. Yes, that's the city taxes. So don't call me a snowflake and a lib with the T word. Trust me, I'm not those things. 
when you have to when you have to pay fifty five thousand dollars in city taxes every six months to try to live like a gentleman because you don't want to live in a tiny little apartment like everybody else. And then you got to hear these people go, yes, no, no, I'm not. I'm not a lib, you idiot. Who wants to pay those type of taxes? And for the haters, because they, they're waiting for the day that uh, they, they, they see that I uh, put my place up for sale in New York City. Oh, trust me, it's going to happen. And know what's going to knock me out? The taxes. The effing taxes. You know, New York City went to, went to hell with the coronavirus. Garbage piling up. There's rats everywhere now. Quality of life has dropped a little bit. Uh, not as much in my neighborhood, thank God, but it absolutely has dropped. And know what they, they, they do? Oh, we're going to raise your taxes. Oh, really? You still got to get yours, huh? As we're all suffering. Oh, and that doesn't include the $5,500 a month in maintenance charges. Why do you think when someone gives me $10, I get excited? Maintenance charges, $5,500. You can't write that off. So I can live in a luxury building. I don't even want to live in a luxury. I don't care. But that was New York City as, as uh, I was leaving for the summer. One last. Ugh! One of the themes of my live stream, I'm telling you. Living in New York, it's a hard life no matter who you are because they're always just trying to take more and more out of your pockets. No one survives living in New York City. No one. You don't see old people being carted away because they lived a nice long life in New York City. You just simply don't see it. Literally, people don't really die in New York City because they're smart enough to get the hell out of there because no one survives it, no matter who you are. Um, oh, speaking of which, I've, I, I haven't really talked about the raccoons in New York City. The rats are a major problem. Like you see them now during the day. When I first moved to New York, if you saw a rat during the day, they, they would say, you know, the only reason you're seeing a rat during the day, it's because it's sick. It's sick. Now you see rats during the day because it's overpopulated and they're all just looking for food. So instead of coming out at night, they're now just wandering around on, on the regular, man. You see dead rats all over the place because they get run over by, by a car or they're starving or a dog gets them. But the other thing, it's not as bad as the rats. I can't over-exaggerate this. The raccoons are multiplying. So, remember I said I had to go walk to my car? to go get it, and the family was waiting in the lobby so we could come out to uh, this wonderful location for the summer. Okay, so I'm walking to my car, and this was before I discovered that they smashed my $4 side view mirror because they were mad they couldn't steal my side view mirrors for a third time. Okay, so I'm walking. It's pitch dark right around the corner from my building. There's all sorts of scaffolding. I only learned that it's scaffolding recently, by the way. And there's like... uh, I don't know, like a like a like a column of scaffolding to support the platform. Okay, I gotta I gotta give you the visual on this. And I'm walking uh, Doggy, and he's uh, looking for a place to poo. As I walk to the car, I figure I'll get I'll take care of that, you know, for the long ride. And all of a sudden, I I uh, I, I get this like uh, this sensation, this feeling to my right. Like what the hell is that? So I look up uh, at the column of scaffolding that, that leads to the platform. 
And I see this person climbing up the scaffolding. And I'm like, that's weird. Because it was around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. We decided to leave really late to avoid the traffic. So I look a little more. I'm like, that's a really small person climbing the scaffolding. And why are they doing it this late at night? Now I'm involved. Because now I'm thinking if, you know, like I said, New York City's kind of gone to shit. Now I'm like, oh, great. Is this a robber? Now I'm involved. I'm an eyewitness. I'm going to have to go to court in six months from now. So I'm looking. I'm like, now I got to see so I can identify this person. What is this guy? Is he homeless? And why is he so tiny? And then I'm thinking, is this a little person? There's a little person climbing the scaffolding. And then I'm thinking, okay, all right. At least if they, uh, you know, uh, haul me into court, I could, I could explain that it was a little person, that I saw this little person climbing the scaffolding. So I'm taking a, a better look because I want to be a good citizen. And at that moment, I went, oh, my God, it's a raccoon. The raccoon was climbing up the scaffolding. And the only reason it's doing that, because raccoons aren't scared of shit. It was looking for food. Could you imagine you're like looking out your, your, your window, you know, five stories up, and you see a damn raccoon outside your window because it's looking for food? I was like, you got to be kidding me. By the way, do you guys know about Backbone? Backbone is the newest game-changing essential that transforms your iPhone into a handheld console so you can play anywhere, anytime. Check it out for yourself. Go to playbackbone.com slash now to order your Backbone until June 30th and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. Yeah, Backbone is a game-changer. It transforms your iPhone into a handheld console so you can play anywhere, anytime. Simply plug in your iPhone to the backbone and enjoy console quality controls with responsive buttons and triggers, clickable analog sticks, and more as you play Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and App Store games, all on your iPhone. My son's been checking it out, and he's been doing some Minecraft with the backbone. This is what's cool. If you don't own a console, no problem. You can stream hundreds of games. And listen, if you already have a PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, Play games you own with Remote Play on the Streamlink app. TechCrunch loves Backbone. And I quote, they say the closest we've ever seen to portable Xbox. All right, you got to check it out for yourself. Listen very, very closely. Go to playbackbone.com slash Opie. Do that now to order your Backbone until June 30th and get free access to over 350 console games and perks including one month free of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, one month free of Apple Arcade, two months free of Google Stadia Pro, and three months free of Discord Nitro. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash Opie. So now the raccoons are coming back. And I've, I've seen some raccoons. Not like the rats, but it's very, very rare you see a raccoon. When I used to go and visit my friend um, Vic Henley, uh, love you, miss you, brother man, brother man. When I used to uh, go and hang out with him, he, he lived uh, across Central Park on the Upper East Side, and I'm on the Upper West Side, so we had we had the park uh, between us more or less. And some nights, um, 
I would be coming home from Vic Henley's, walking across the park at, I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, whatever. Not many people in the park. Probably uh, not the smartest thing to do. But it's a shortcut, man, right through the park, and then I'm uh, pretty close to home. That's when you would see the raccoons late at night in Central Park, and they would run across like the baseball fields and the lawns, think Sheep Meadow, if you know the area. And they would run like they were, uh, I don't know, like they were kangaroos. And they were huge. I mean, they were huge. To see raccoons uh, running across a, a field, it's, it's quite the creepy feeling. What's up, Chuck Lynn? Not sure which is worse, rats, raccoons, or alligators, cottonmouths. Oh, my God, alligators and cottonmouths, of course. For the simple reason that um, you want to go in that water. You want to go in that water. I mean, rats pretty much won't bother you. They don't care about you. If you corner a rat... They will make a sound that will make the hair on the back of your neck stand straight up and you will like make a, a noise like you're uh so you used to be able to say like a girl, but that's not nice to say anymore. <laughs> but they don't really bite you or bother you. Every once in a while one will run across your feet as you're sitting outside enjoying enjoying the view, having a nice meal on the sidewalk. In New York City, and then, yeah, also you're like, oh, what was that? Or, oh, that's a rat just running across my toes. And raccoons, they don't want anything to do with you. They got better things to do. They don't. They, they, got, they got the hands. They don't need you, stupid raccoons. They got the hands. They, they, don't, need, they don't need anything from you. Nothing. So, obviously, alligators and cottonmouths are... Uh, are uh, are way scarier. Will you ever return a radio? That is the question that I get on a regular basis. I don't know. I think if Vic Henley and um, Carl were alive, we would have made a, a damn good run at it by now. Um, I took a, a bit of a step uh, backwards when uh, both those guys died within six months. So I don't know. But anyway, I got family down in uh, in Florida. They're kind of like uh, normal Floridians. What's normal Floridians, Oop? That's for you to decide. My God, I'm not stupid. But, you know, it's hot. They got millions of lakes down there, more lakes and ponds than you realize. And uh, a lot of uh, Florida's landlocked. You don't got the nice uh, ocean or the Gulf of Mexico. And, you know, you want to be doing some jet skiing, water skiing, all sorts of water sports. And, you know, the people I know down there in Florida, they're like, for the most part, we don't go in the water because of the goddamn alligators. So that's what makes alligators way worse than uh, rats and uh, and uh, raccoons. Oh, my God. Stop. Oh, I'm not trolling. We need you. We need ONA to move on from the negative bullshit and get something sorted out. An ONA show in a Rogan format would be unstoppable. Nobody can do what you two did. You're ignoring the fact that Anthony's now a racist, you idiot. Why do people ignore that? Uh, I, I, I don't mean to be mad at you. We almost made it through a live stream without the ONA bull crap. I've changed. Anthony's changed. It's up to the fans to decide if I've changed for the better or the worse. And if he's changed for the better or the worse. But the fact remains that... Uh, 
we've both dramatically changed. And uh, I, I don't, I, I can't, I can't be associated with someone like him now. I think he had me bamboozled all those years. If it works for him, great. But that, I've said it on uh, my podcast. I didn't sign up for that shit. Look for that episode. I didn't sign up for that. I signed up to be funny and goofy and silly and shocking. I didn't sign up for that racist crap. That's why, you know, that ship has sailed, brother man. Brother man. Brother man, brother man. All right, let me leave you with this because I got to jump on my bike. Hopefully I won't fall over. I'll let you uh, guys argue which president could ride a bike better. Oh, God. It's so it's so embarrassing. It's come down to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Trump needed knee pads when he went to Russia. Yeah, my guy fell off a bike, but your guy, I don't even think he could ride a bike. Oh, by the way, if you want to um, see something incredibly creepy, I like uh, turning people on to creepy stuff. You got to see how freakishly tall Donald Trump's son is now. Whole, he might be seven foot tall. He, it's unbelievable how tall this guy is to the point I'm like, all right, someone, you know, this is a Trump hater. They're, they got to be photoshopping their son to, to be even taller than he really is. No, it's a real picture. Look it up. Blow off the rest of my live stream and Google uh, Baron Trump. Not taking shots at uh, Trump's kid at all, but I, I do have to say, oh my God, the guy's going to be at least seven foot tall. He ha- he—it's he, unbelievable. How tall is he? Carol's asking. I don't know, but I know that's when Trump used to call our show, which is kind of creepy because I didn't think it was that long ago. But uh, Trump called our show when uh, Barron was just a baby, and I think he's still in high school. And he's at least, I mean, he's at least, what do they say Trump is? Like 6'2", 6'3", maybe 6'4"? So Barron's at least 6'6", at least. And I think that might be on the on the short side. I think he's even taller than that. So uh, he, John Quartz, he's 16 and he's 6'7". Oh my God, he's 16. You, you grow from 16 to 18. He'll, he'll squeeze out another five inches. All right. Um, all right, raccoon story. Let me end with a raccoon story because I do have to get on my bike. Uh, I was in, uh, oh, what is it called? The, the, the road from San Francisco to L.A., the Pacific Coast Highway. But what is that area called? You're right along the Pacific Ocean. Oh, what is it called? Stupid COVID fog. Um, oh, I forgot. Somebody will help me out with that. I forgot. It's beautiful out there. It's where all the butterflies go. They all hang out in a tree. And supposedly they fly like thousands of miles to, to land in this one dumb tree. And if, you, and, if you, and if you cut down that one dumb tree, that would be the uh, butterfly population for the world. Not Capistrano. It's the Pacific uh, Coast Highway. It's closer to San Francisco than than L.A. Uh, what's the name of that area called? As soon as I I, I end this, it's gonna it's gonna pop up, and I'm gonna be mad at myself. But me and my um me and my wife uh 
we went uh, on vacation to San Francisco. That's when I found out I was going to be a father. Uh, we were pregnant. We were pregnant. I guess you got to say it that way. Um, and then we were driving to LA. I'm like, we got to drive the Pacific Coast Highway. It's at Big Sur. Thank you, Jason C. I'm, I'm keeping you on the big screen for a while now. Big Sur. Um, and we're at a, an insane resort. It was just stunning. It was when I used to make money. <laughs> oh, no more coffee. Oh, I'm, I'm making believe I'm drinking coffee. There might be a sip in here. We're at this resort, and um, at night, they set up the tables on the side of like a hill, and it's all candlelit, and they're like, watch your step, and you can barely see where you're walking, and then you get to your table, it's all lit up, and then you can see the mountains and part of the Pacific um, the Pacific Ocean, and then the stars are out, and the moon's coming up. It was just spectacular, absolutely spectacular. Uh, show us your hair. I got hair, dude. Oh, come on, man. Can you move on from the dumb shit? Um, I just got sweaty hair. I got COVID face. I'm mostly putting the hat on because I got COVID face. Because you assholes don't uh, give uh, anyone a break. You just study a live stream. What can I make fun of? Well, his teeth are a little crooked. Maybe I can make fun of that. He's looking a little old. Is he losing his hair, I think? Oh, man, the camera angle. I can't see his baloney tits, so I can't make fun of that. Um, so we get to our table. We're having just a spectacular meal on the side of this hill. Candle lit. Could barely see. We could just see each other with the candle, uh, the candlelight. Drinking wine. You know, we're close to the, uh, the Napa Valley, so the wine is cheap and really good. So as we're having dinner, in the distance, I'm just hearing... Pots and pans being slammed together. I'm like, that's weird. It must be maybe their thing. Maybe it's the chef's thing. Every time they they uh, complete a, a dinner order, there's you know they're smashing pots and pans together. So you're hearing that in the distance. We're drinking our wine, right? Candlelit dinner. So I feel a little presence down in my right. I can't really see, and I I I I see what I thought was a dog. So I go down to try to pet the dog. It was a fucking raccoon. What happens at night at this uh, resort, this unbelievable resort uh, that's on the side of a hill in Big Sur, when they start cooking for all the people, everyone's going to sit outside on the, on the hill. The raccoons smell the delicious food. So they come up the hill because they're trying to find some eats. And the pots and pans that were slamming together where the chefs and the cooks uh, basically shooing the raccoons away because they'll come right to the back uh, door of, uh, of uh, the kitchen. That's how brave they were getting to try to get some food. So every time they were smashing pots and pans together, they were trying to get the raccoons to scurry away. And then the raccoons worked the tables. So I almost pet this thing. I freaked at the F out and then fell backwards. And then, you know, my wife is laughing, laughing, and then the, uh, the waiter's laughing, laughing. Oh, this happens like once a night. I'm like, oh, well, maybe you should, maybe you should warn people because that is just horrifying. You think you're uh, bending down to pet a dog and it turns out to be a raccoon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Joe Rizzo. Hey, Ope, was it a raccoon or was it a person who identifies as a raccoon? <laughs> Very nice, Joe Rizzo.